Hey, you're Stocks from the Five Yard Rush podcast and you're listening to the Ballers Dynasty podcast. You're either here because you're in the league or you just got lost. Welcome, ballers, to the Week 8 Review Podcast. We are flying through this season, and to run through Week 8, as per, I've got Stormo here. How are you? Hey, buddy. <laughs> hello, hello, Andy. What was that, mate? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just how today's gone. That's just how today has gone. You all right? You good? Yeah, I'm good. How about yourself? Uh, I've got, suffering a lot of neck pain, but apart from that, yeah, I'm good. From holding up your big fat head, mate. Well, that's it. <laughs> it's finally caught up on you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, where, <laughs> where would we be on a review pod without a guest? He couldn't get enough, so back for round two, we have Stocks. Hey, mate. Hey, bud. It's Stormo. How's it going, boys? Thanks for having me back. Always I was hoping uh, everybody's seen the results. I was hoping for a, a different one to that, but we'll get to it in a bit, but... I managed to, like you, Pitsy, my head is on a swivel today, but I managed to to keep it upright to appear with you boys. So I appreciate <laughs> that. Thank you. Stocks, just a quick one. Can you uh, fill us in how you got your nickname? Because obviously just before this, Pitsy almost called you Chris and you like flipped the table. So you could let us know how Stocks came about. Well, literally, like there's only two people in my entire life who call me Chris and that's my wife and my mother and interestingly my mum gave me the nickname Stocks because she lived in Greece for five years and I was a t- I was seven weeks premature and I weighed three pounds two ounces when I was born and uh, Stocksy in Greek is little man so it got shortened to Stocks and here I am today with the nickname. That's pretty that. cool actually. That is pretty cool. <laughs> three ounces three ounces is tiny man. Yeah, yeah, I was wow. I was very small. Wowzers. No, wow, wow, that's a great little story, that. Yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> <Good>. Right then, <laughs> quick pod update. Uh, I know it's not what people came here for, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, we've just moved to 1.3K total plays. So that's uh, 1,300 for those of you who didn't know. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Like the fact that uh, this is a league for ten people, it's mad thinking that other people listen along too. So whether they actually actually like realise what they're listening to and just turn off, I don't know. But it's uh, we're getting on average about seventeen per uh, episode. More so on I think there's like twenty three, twenty four on the on the last review pod. So that was pretty cool. Twenty four listeners on the last review pod. Yeah, they prefer the review saying. to the re- to the preview. Yeah, because the reviews more and they don't have to listen to me and you. Yeah, true. <laughs> they come for, they come for the guest. Yeah, they've heard stocks and uh, Statman Rob are about, so people come to listen. That's well, actually, oh, that I, last one was uh, was Thacker, mate. Yeah, and Thacker. Yeah. So anyway, let's get to it. Stormo, what we got? You know what time it is. Pretty, get it on. Did, did, did. 
Highlight of the week. Highlight of the week. Love it. I'm going to start off as always, Stomo. Pat Frumuth, his his touchdown reception was pretty sweet. He kind of bobbled and he still managed to grab it, get his toes in and uh, beat the Browns as well. So all in all, a fantastic little play. Love it. Yeah, it was good. I when I when I first saw it in real time, I was up and up, didn't get his toes down, and obviously said in slow mo. So I fumbled it. Oh no, no, he caught that, and he got his toes down. Yeah, it was a pretty cool catch. And like that oh. bit of play by play as well from you then, Stormo. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't do it. Con that, no. throw the flag, throw the flag. Didn't do it. But yeah, and then obviously did everything that I thought he didn't. So that was cool. Yeah. What about you, Stocks? Where's your highlight from this week? Are we college in, NFL in? Um. So I've got. Um, three. The the first one is that some guy bet a thousand dollars on Mike White to be the yardage leader last week at one hundred and twenty-five to one, and that came in after Mahomes couldn't get it done uh, Monday night. So that guy walked away. Who's got a thousand dollars to just put on the new Jets quarterback Mike White to win <laughs> yardage? I mean, that, that's madness in itself. Um, the second crazy. one was a, the yeah former Bronco Trevor Simeon stepped in for. Jameis Winston and balled out on Tom Brady. And and that leads me to my last one is that every active player in the NFL who has currently appeared on Peyton Manning's Manning cast has lost the following week. So Tom Brady was on it last week and here we are with Tom Brady taking the L. So that, that's my three highlights from the week. Love that wow. stat. That's a great stat. And I uh, appreciated all three of those highlights. They were uh, they were good ones. But... Yeah, I am. Um, I had to double check, right? I was like, that can't be the right score. How are the How are the Saints beating the Bucks by this with their backup quarterback? And I was with like, Trevor oh, Simeon. Oh. Yeah, and they actually they trounced them really, didn't they? Yep, loved it. I was watching it and I was like, "This is just perfect." <laughs> great. Well, I wasn't having such a great time because it was on the same time as the Chargers games. I was like, I wanted to flip my tables as much as I enjoyed watching Brady lose. Um, Chargers didn't do so well, and I've actually played quite poor the past two games. So. My weekends haven't been that great, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> you know, when they get you all excited, you're like, yes, it's not the same old charges. Oh, no, no, it's definitely the same old charges. Yeah. My personal highlight is I've got, obviously, that catch that wasn't a catch was phenomenal. You know, that Odell Beckham one, that was great, really good. Um, would have been really better if it was a catch. It's hard that it wasn't. That kind of takes the shine off it a little bit. Um, was that the, lo- for the Jets? Yeah, yeah, killing Cole was it for the Jets? Yeah, that amazing one-handed catch pulled it in, yes. and then yeah, I think got called a non-catch or incomplete for some reason. Um, but I do have two highlights. Uh, the first one is that Fields run where he scored the touchdown. He finally actually showed some potential and not got sacked seven hundred times in a game. But ran one way, I was like, oh, he's going to get sacked. Oh, and he ran the other way, I was definitely going to get sacked through the middle. Ran around about 25 players and then ended up scoring a crap in touchdown. I was like, nice. That was, that was, it was cool. But I think I preferred uh, Debo Samuel's run that was almost a touchdown. Oh, so, so close. Yeah. Garoppolo, like, almost side armed it underneath. Debo ran, 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 dodged about five players. And then I was like, oh, he's going to get there. Oh, he's going to get there. Yes, he got there. Oh, but then obviously called him back because he just stepped in. But yeah, it was such a, it was a cracking all run. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, you're, I don't know whether you're a play-by-play or a colour guy on this, but you're, uh, <laughs> you're, you're commentating <laughs> on these games is fantastic stuff. 
Oh, no, thanks, mate. I am. Um, I pay very close attention to all of these. Um, and I just felt know, I was I say, part of the I game. Say, I say what I, say what I see. <laughs> <laughs> Catchphrase, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Sweet. Right, boys, let's get to it. This week was Halloween matchups week, so we had some custom names this uh, this weekend, which was pretty cool. Stormer, who have we got first? So, uh, first up, so obviously I didn't change my name because obviously I had this little thing that um, I was like, the last time I changed my name, my team lost. Um, and then as you'll see later, I didn't change my name and my team lost anyway, so um, I should have just changed it. <laughs> uh, missed out, missed out, so, mate. Yeah, mate, maybe they would have won. So our first game is obviously Mahomen going up against the Ghouls, Mark Verstacker. Um, These two usually crack around the 300-plus mark um, each week, so it was quite surprising to see that they both just missed it. The game was over by the end of Sunday with all the starters having played. Five points was all that separated them in the end. Mark coming up with 295 to 290. Mark jumps to third. Verstacker is in ninth on a four-game losing streak. Ouch. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, so, these two teams. Yeah, it was a strange one, wasn't it? I think they had a, a couple of people who just didn't play, and then oh, that was it. Thacker was complaining because uh, was it Mark left um, a, a player who was going to be out? And yeah, he left, Brid- he, left, he left Bridley in. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean it was a late call, but there was definitely time to move him about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, about an hour. <laughs> an hour, I suppose it is Mark on a Sunday evening, so I'll, I'll let him off. But, yeah. but then no, I'm going to get get him off, get him here, and then realise that the player opposite him got 0.73 points. So yeah, like, <laughs> I don't I don't even know how you get that. Well, I do. So one 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 reception, no catches. <laughs> At least you get some points for it. Well, a reception but no catch. Yeah, so it's not for one, or I'm guessing that's what that was. They must have fumbled it, which would... I don't know, because that... No, it would not be safe if <laughs> fumbled it, wouldn't it? So you've got, 70, you've got 0.73 for trying. <laughs> that's just ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Good man. You, know, you, you, you came, you showed up, you put your outfit on, you can have 0.73 points. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the battle was won, because obviously Thak is too big. Running backs were outscored by Marks, Jones, and Mixon. Um, but then, obviously, Marks' wide receivers combined, if you include Ridley, only got like 26 points, which was less than Cooper. So that's why I think kids are quite close. Yeah. Um, and even, yeah, so everything was pretty close. The kickers were close. The defences were really, really close. And I think it was just that Mixon and Jones's. Point average on Cook and King, or Cook and Henry, uh, the King is what, what won it for him. Yeah, I think there were kind of battles either side that kind of won it for them both. And like you say, it was just that that five points in it for, from somebody. That 0.73 obviously won it for him. <laughs> yeah, or lost it, lost it for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fair. We can leave that game where it is. Uh, stocks on to you. So the second game of the week saw another high scorer struggle and not make it to 300 points either. The Finn Spookers still managed to get enough points though as they beat the Gotham City Rogues by almost 100 points. The final score was 294 to 197. 
Dan now sits at the top of the table on a six-game winning streak. Fucking Dan. There you go, You just <laughs> let, him, let him go across there. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, 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 there's not a lot else we can say about Ollie's team, really, can we? No. I, I don't know how to help him. I don't know how to help his team. I don't know... I mean, it didn't help that James Winston was out uh, halfway through the game. Yeah. He had all his players play. The wide receivers just didn't score anything. They've got, more, more, they've got more, more than 0.73, though. Yeah, true. Sorry, Stokes, go for it. No, no, I was just going to say, Texan Hill's surely going to be the starter next week, right? Yeah, I think so. They've already they're said he's, he's coming out of his um, concussion, concussion protocol. Program, yeah. Yeah, he's going to start. Trevor Simeon's not going to start, so at least he's got Hill, who who was pretty good last year as a starter for the Saints. Well, he was um, he was scoring a good 30, 40 points um, in a regular game, wasn't he? So on our point scoring system, surely that's going to transfer into possibly fifty. But I suppose it depends on how they play him with Trevor Simeon kind of doing okay. But yeah, you you would have thought that Taysom is the man that they're going to put into the system. Yeah. I still don't, I don't get why he didn't start Wentz though. No, uh, Jameis against the Bucks is a. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm in no position to question team selection at this point in the, in the <laughs> league, but. <laughs> but yeah, I just think um, you should just be starting Wentz every week. Yeah, I would I would have Wentz in that starting spot. Um, it was quite fortunate because Murray had a poor game as well. Um, I want to say poor game, just a average game compared to what he has been having. So. Yeah. Um, so it could have been a lot worse, to be fair. Just, yeah, for Murray to only get 30 points, it kind of... Yeah. But yeah, the, the rest of Dan's team just was fif- uh, 15 and above. And when you're scoring solid 30s, yeah. 20s and 30s, when your team's not getting to their 20s, it kind of it stings. And Yeah, Ollie's, Ollie's highest scorer was his defence. It was his defence, the past two. Yeah, then 30 points. It's just rough. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough. He had Wilson on his bench. He got 26 points. Is that the um, Dallas wide receiver? Is that who I'm looking yeah. at? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. The one that, that that cracking touchdown from Mr. Rush. But he, this is the problem. Right? There's, little, there's players on his bench that, yes, are getting 26 points, but you would never put them in over the... Yeah. Plays that he has done, and he just yeah. Yeah, just I wouldn't have put Wilson. In. Okay, enough about that game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> up next, we had Susie and her Pfizer Chiefs go up against Simon and his newly named Fear of the Dak team. Uh, after Sunday night, Susie had set the mark of two hundred eighty-six after all her players had played. Simon needed two players to make up ninety odd points to get the win. Eventually, it was just wasn't to be for Simon, and the final score was. 286 to 278. Susie is fifth and Simon drops to seventh. Loads of close games, eh? Well, yeah, it was quite mm-hmm. a good week for how uh, close some of these games were. Yeah, man. Super, super close. Um, looking at this, it's um, yeah, tip for tat, really. Like, Najee scored 51, Eckler scored 41. Then she had Henderson score 37, but then Booker for... Um, Simon scored 38, so literally back and forth, back and forth. Um, their wide receivers were, you know, besides Godwin, who had a cracking game, the rest were, you know, just pretty average. Um, 
And then I think Susie was quite fortunate because her D only scored six points and um, Simon scored like 27. Yeah, it was more his uh, kind of flex and tight end, or even his wide receivers that just didn't quite get to 20 points, whereas Susie had just that a few extras that had got to 20 and above yeah. to, I think that's probably why she ended up getting the win rather than it being even closer than it was, or Simon getting the win. Alan Robinson as well, man. What's happened with him? He's just fallen off the face of planet Earth. Yeah, you expected time. him to come into this season being, especially with the promise of what, um, what's his name? Justin Fields. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, the promise that Fields brings, and especially with how they used him the last couple of seasons, you'd have just thought, oh, well, that's a, a winning win away. Let's keep going with it. But yeah, as you say, it's just disappeared completely. No idea. Just, just, just looking down these, these player stats, I've seen Tyler Boyd has got a one completion uh, for 46 yards. And he, does he get an extra point for a completion over 40 yards? Yeah, yeah I think he, so. He gets a bonus. And then he had a one reception in the 20 to 29 yard. So does he get extra points or something different for that? No, I think it's just a... Uh, I think you can actually click on the points. I don't know. It doesn't work on my computer for some reason. But you should be able to click on the points. It tells you exactly the breakdown of what he gets his points from. I don't yeah, click so... on it. But if, if, if this kills the back, you're in trouble. <laughs> Mooney seems to get all that he's getting all the receptions yeah no it's dead boys <laughs> it's not working it ain't working no oh. it, it works on my phone it just doesn't seem to pick up on the on the website I think the problem is yeah. that it's the sleeper have set it up for a phone rather than a website yeah they have yeah sweet who's next um, stocks Europe sorry Stormer let's uh I didn't want to delay this anymore. It's uh, your game with Rob. So Rex City Thunder went up against Beware the Blood Mooney. And boy, was this a banger. Rob pulled out one out of the hat and gave you a monster target. Good Halloween pun there, Pitsy. Target of 341 <laughs> to get the win. Stormo, you had three players, all for the Chiefs, Mahomes, Williams and Kelsey to try and get you over the line. But it wasn't enough. And the final score was 341 to 258. Your lowest score yet, Stormo, and a big win for Rob. Storm, you dropped to second, and Rob is sick. Oh, it's heartbreak, heartbreaking. Um, it's not really a lot I can say about that, but as I said, I missed my obviously getting uh, bell end of the week. I missed my projection by 33%, apparently, because I was predicted to score, what, 380? Yeah. And then got <laughs> 258. <laughs> so, yeah, what, Mike, Big Mike, and Jefferson scored like. 12 points between them. Uh, Mahomes got 42 points to where Alan got 70. So, yeah, literally just got blown out of the water, to be honest. Yeah, you know, so I, I could, I, sorry, I need to make sure everybody gets this in. Obviously, you've got wanker of the week, so Storm is a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> that it is. I'm back, baby. I'm back. <laughs> I needed to get it in. Sorry, Rob would have been uh, devastated if that wasn't uh, said, especially against him. Yeah, it's not a lot. Not a lot I can do. Just uh, you know, pull my pants up and walk off like I enjoyed it. Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. You. Was it your wide receivers that let you down? Or was oh, it pretty flexing, much every, every, everyone, mate. Yeah, everyone. 
Everyone, everyone, I'm going to have stern words. It seemed to work for Rob or Tucker or... Uh, no, my, yeah, my running backs were okay. They all scored over, like, 25. Um, but, yeah, Kelsey, Williams, Jefferson, all under 10. And then my flexes were... Swift had a, you know, pretty poor game, one of his standards where he's been playing lately. And uh, anyone in Seattle's absolutely terrible at the minute, so... Yeah, very true. I think uh, you're getting Wilson back soon to help that offence out. So not long now, not long to wait. I think they've got a bye week this week, haven't they? And then, then he's yeah, back. it should so. be back after that. Thank goodness. Thank goodness all round. <laughs> uh, I think I'd also we were chatting about it earlier. You said that this season you hadn't dropped below 300 points. And as soon as you said that, it's your first game under yeah, 300 I, points. I fucking jinxed it, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Um, I'm not talking to anyone anymore. I'm just concentrating on my football. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's fair. Oh, what was that? Uh, it's just, just oh. Holly, Holly stealing money. <laughs> Rob, when you listen to this, uh, your 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 missus is snicking money out the cash tin. Yeah, fair. She needs it, so baby. <laughs> <laughs> we're having um, we're having what are they called? Uh, crumpets, crumpets are work, crumpet day, so she's going to buy some crumpets tomorrow. Sweet, yeah, love that. Treat, treating everyone to crumpets, mate. Nice honor, right? Oh, uh, finishes off, stop. Uh, I can't even speak. Finishes off, stop. <laughs> okay, to finish it off, we have the big battle between obviously you two, the dark side pumpkin bread. Oh, pumpkin bread, you me. Um, when I went up against the five yard pirates, um, this guy was neck and neck, and needed Monday night to decide the game. Stock started Monday night with a few points ahead. Um, with a few points head start, but by the end of the game, Putsy Putsy <laughs> pulled away. <laughs> it <was> spread in. <laughs> uh, to win 281 to 259. Some super close games this weekend. Um, Pitsy, you actually dropped your fourth <laughs> as Mark scored more points than you, and Stocks, you stay in eighth. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. you didn't drop. I mean, I won and I dropped places. You you lost and you, you stayed where you were, mate. So that's that's a bonus. That is, mean, a, that is a bonus. Yeah, just I would rather be dropping right now. <laughs> <laughs> is this you? Uh, is this you saying you're going to start so- selling some players, or are you? Are you still? I mean, you're only two games off being in the playoffs. Yeah, no. I mean, it's just this season's bullshit, isn't it? That's less. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I don't know what. Be... No, I was just saying I don't know what's happened. Um. With this team, I think it's not losing Henry hasn't been the issue. Like because you you filled the, the void with Elliot and he's still scoring you good good points. Yeah, I mean Jamal Chase set what uh, through seven games was the fastest player to the yardage total ever through seven yeah. games. Um, so can't be disappointed with the acquisition of him at three, and then Zeke's been fine. He's not blown the doors off, but he's been fine. I, I said it all along. You can't keep running Derek Henry like this, and I'm not. This isn't me blowing the trumpets on Henry being injured, but lo and behold, yeah, he's uh, he's injured, and I just thought it, it, with Barkley being out, I can. This is just a bye week nightmare for me as well. With players being injured and bye week, I couldn't have fielded anybody else. No, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of looked at your your bench, and I was thinking, what could you do? And then you were saying you needed some waivers and that all then 
I mean, Mo, was it Mo Ali Cox that he got, and he ended up getting a big fat zero as well because it all went to yeah. went to the other tight end on that team. Doyle, yeah, and but it, even if I put Bray, uh, OJ Howard in there, he would have only scored six points as opposed to Mo, Mo Ali Cox's zero. So, I mean, Mo Ali Cox, he had zero four receptions. He didn't even get point seven whatever for trying. <laughs> it's just a so yeah, you didn't even try hard enough. So you try harder. Yeah, he needs to try yeah. harder. At least well, the other guy on. tried. <laughs> he just this uh, Ali Cox just didn't even bother. Yeah, didn't even, what's what's the point here. of putting on the uniform? Just you know, you at least get point seven three for putting on the uniform and going out there, my Ali Cox. So you shit I mean, out, mate. We both had zeros because um, my guy for the Bills, he didn't Sanders, he he didn't show up either. Yeah, Sanders yeah, not getting anything either. Shock. He, he got. Um, I think he got three targets and he didn't catch any or something like that. Did he get more than yeah. 0.73? No, no, zero, zero, zero. So how no. come? Does no, so if he got zero but they had four targets, but the other guy only had one target, how did he get 0.73? Does he do a return or something? Possibly. Like I said, I'll have a look once we've yeah. finished this and I'll go on the app on the phone. I'll be able to click on his points and find the breakdown of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could yeah. be that he did um, a rush. He had one rush attempt for zero yards, and that would have got him. No, because he would have got one point for the rush. Oh yeah, maybe got minus yards, <laughs> minus yards to get him. No point seven three. But you can't debate. just go on and you can't just go on and give people points because you feel sad for them. <laughs> right, well, you, you did try. You you had the ball. You went backwards. Here's seven point, no point seven three points. Just, you sound like Finley. Oh, I like his colours, Daddy. Give him points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Anyway, I, well, I, good. Well, when I came on, I said I was going to blow it up. I've been looking at my team and I'm thinking, I don't need to sell anyone. Like, my team no. is good enough that I should be competing. I don't need to blow it up, even though I'm. It's almost just a missed year. Is that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you've yeah. got Brady scoring you 60 points, you've got. Uh, Brown, he's scoring you 45 points. Zeke, yeah. he's scoring you a good solid 30 points every week. You've got players like Barkley who should be scoring you 30 solid points every week. And like you say, you, you, your first overall pick this year was uh, Chase. And yeah, you paid a little bit to go get him. But it was a solid pick because you like how fast he's come out the blocks and scoring you um, solid points every week as well. Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> it's the Giants that are killing me. Barkley and Golladay. Golladay's made of biscuit, and Barkley appears to be also. So, yeah, Wank. yeah. Like and when you've got Andrews and Tucker on the bye week, it doesn't help either. So, just one of those weeks. Unfortunately, it just happened to be against me. No, it's fine. I, 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 I think I, you guys play appreciate. again as well. Yeah, and it's not next week. The week after, we're straight in after two weeks, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you can get oh. some of your players back and try and get a revenge game straight away. Yeah, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, like, I like a good revenge game. So pencil that one in, Stocks. Pencil that one in. I'm, I'm still leading the points against Total, boys, just as an update from my last podcast appearance. <laughs> oh, nice. what, what is that, then? What? Where are we? Let's have a quick look down. Uh, I'm the only player who's given up 2,500 points. Oh yeah. Uh, then the next nearest person is Dan. Uh, no, sorry, Duffer at twenty four ninety three. That's a full hundred, uh, almost a hundred points difference in it. So, 
Yeah, you got a nice chocolate ice cream emoji next to yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they... yeah, that sucks. Go on. No, I'll oh, be aware. Was... I'm, I'm, I'm using all of my fab this week. I've decided. That's yeah. right. You do have a lot. You've got the most. So yeah, get it used, mate. Yeah, don't do what uh, Thacker did and think it gets rolled over to next year and then lost yeah. all of it. Sorry, Thacker. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> going to go after Henry's replacement, so it's going to be interesting to see how much they go for. Well, if you haven't got the most money in the league, you're not getting him. <laughs> if you haven't got over a hundred fab dollars, you're fucked. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I'm going to go with one dollar. <laughs> Save case, your money. Just in, just in case you're joshing us. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen my team? Me? There is absolutely no joshing. <laughs> Brilliant. Stormer, I believe you're uh, next on the segment. Cool. Um, so I'm going to go with Thacker's song on this one. The beautiful people, the beautiful people. And that's the only other words I might, I might have to learn some more words to that song. Um, but yeah, well, leave it with me. Leave it with me. So highest scoring quarterback this week. Who was it, guys? Uh, Josh Allen. Allen second. Mm. It's never Mike White. Mike White, 71 points. Just beat Josh Allen by like half a point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and obviously, he's in free agency. And then third on the list was um, Mr. Brady. High scoring running back was Mr. Michael Carter, 58 points. On your Harris bench? 50... Shh. Sorry. Don't upset him. <laughs> Don't upset him. Uh, <laughs> Harris with 51 points and Jones with 46 points. Uh, high scoring wide receiver, AJ Brown had a game and a half. Um, Pittman had a game and a half. And Lockett did what Lockett does every three games or so. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that was 45, 42, and 41 points for them. High scoring tight end. How's this for a list? Hawkinson, 34 points. Dan Arnold, 28 points, free agency. And uh, Dallas got up 22 points. There's a list Not of three. We are, tight end, yeah. yeah. Not bad for Titans we don't normally put on the list as well. High scoring kicker was Mr. Elliott from the Eagles with 20 points. Uh, high scoring defenses was the Philadelphia Eagles, free agents, 60 points. Broncos, 57 points. And Dan Saints with 38 points. Any surprises there, you reckon? Uh, TJ Hawkinson said that that game was an absolute train wreck. Getting yeah. tie end of the week, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he's, um, he's a decent old tie end, and it's just glad to that uh, Mr. Goff, you know, because Goff wasn't known for his tight end play in LA, so I'm just glad TJ's not slipped down the ranks a bit. So, highest scoring non starters Mark had Tannehill on the bench, 49 points. Uh, I obviously had Michael Carter on the bench for 58 points. So, I started him, then I benched him. When he scored high and didn't score last week. So, watch, I'm going to start him this weekend and he's going to be pants. Um, Dan had Pittman on the bench with 41 points. I obviously had Goddard on the bench for 22 points. Um, Thacker had Jason Myers on his bench, 11 points. And Susie benched the Broncos, who's second high scoring D this week. Oof. She got the win right anyway, so she was okay. Yeah, the D1. D1's tough, man. Yeah, it is. It's a tough one. Um. Stocks, you had two players. Well, I mean, technically Brady wasn't on the, the top, top list, but it was, did he say he was third? third yeah, court? Brady. Yeah. So, yeah, like going back to what you were saying about your team doesn't really need to be blown up. Like, 
AJ Brown, highest wide receiver of the week. The quarterback was the third highest of the week. Like you got your players, it's just a bit like Ollie, it just doesn't all come together. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, no, I don't know, just rub it in. <laughs> well, I mean, as long as you say it positively, then it makes you feel better. <laughs> if anything, you've got a team that next year you don't have to pay through the teeth to get a higher first overall pick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, listen, this, I, the team I've got is great. It's just not been this season for me and I'm fully prepared to sit here and say, you know, I'm not going to bitch and moan. It's just fantasy football. It's why we play it, right? You know? Yeah. The That's it. Um, please tell me that you do actually have a first round pick. He hasn't. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> he who uh, must not be named didn't like bit it off last year, did he? No, I've I've got one. That's okay. Few. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. My issue is my two first round picks. Uh, I have marks and my own, and at the moment we're sat in third and fourth, so that doesn't bode well at the moment, does it? Yeah, it's not very good that. Although it's it depends on Mark winning. If Mark wins it all, then. I sold my one ten for a one ten, but anything <laughs> anything uh, less than that is is good. So, so we need Mark to do what Mark does best and choke in the first round choke. of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be, be good. Yeah, Drop a bit further down the list, and that'd be nice. <laughs> oh okay, so we so after we spoke about it last week, I think was it last week? Um, I think it was with Thacker, wasn't it? I thought it would be pretty cool yeah. to utilise our boy Stocks, who does the Five Yard College podcast. If you haven't listened to it, do. Uh, I get a quick rundown on who we might be looking for next year's draft. Stocks has a few players for each position that are front runners at this stage of the year. So it might be an idea if you need to buy veteran players now to sell or get picks ready for the draft. So Stocks, over to you, buddy. Uh, how many do you want? <laughs> Um, should we just what start you... with top five for now of each position? Is that a good way of doing it? Is that will that be too long, too short? It's up to you. Uh, I, I can run it through, and then so obviously quarterbacks is a difficult one because it depends where it depends where they land. Um, it's hugely like we saw with Justin Fields. If the Broncos had have taken him at, at nine, then we could have been talking about a completely different story, but. He went to the Bears and isn't perhaps what we thought he was going to be. So there's there's probably four or five really good guys in the 2022 draft list. So you've got Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh, Matt Corral from Ole Miss, Desmond Ridder from Cincinnati. He He's actually a six-year player and he's married with a kid. So if you're looking for a professional quarterback, Desmond Ridder is already your guy, having a great year. Then you've got Carson Strong from Nevada. He's... NFL ready and Pittsburgh have already said they want him. And then my my favorite outside guy from the top five quarterbacks is a guy called Jaden Daniels from Arizona State. He's got everything you want from an NFL quarterback and his athleticism is ridiculous. So if you want some fun tape, go, the, go and watch. Go on. Is that the Sun, the sun Devils, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's the Sun Devils. He's he's so excited to watch. And interestingly, if you had any ear to the ground in college football, you would have thought that one of the names on that list would have been Spencer Rattler, but he's just yeah. been benched at Oklahoma. And 
all the talk was he was going to be the number one overall pick in 2022, but he's still got a year of eligibility and he's from Arizona. And with Arizona State losing Jaden Daniels, it's not been reported anywhere, but my feeling is Spencer Rattler goes home for his final year of eligibility and plays at Arizona State. So watch this space. Interesting. I've uh, I've just finished his um, QB1 series when he was actually on it. Um, I just... He is a good little player. He just is a cocky little shit. Yeah, but I think I think you know, like with Baker Mayfield, you need that as a top end quarterback, especially in college at the moment. You need that. You even need to be able to produce heavily on the ground in the run game, or you just need to be a cocky little shit, and that's <laughs> that's where he gets it. True, I suppose you you can't be a, a leader of the pack without being able to stick your nose out and demand. Do you so? Yeah. Yeah, fair. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where this list ends up in uh, five months' time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Things change. Yeah, it'd be, like, it'd be interesting. I'll save this as list as it now, and then when it comes to four or five months' time, we can it's just personal note, but I can send you my updated list and we can see where players are or where they even went and the ranking stuff. It'll be interesting to see. But if you want to talk some running backs, obviously we're with it not being a super flex league, quarterbacks aren't quite as important, although the scoring is bananas, so uh, whatever. Um, the, the, the running backs, Brees Hall from Iowa State is, yeah, I think, my number, my, yeah, my number one running back in this class. Uh, Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M, I've got a two currently. He's also very good, but I just don't think he's got the explosiveness of Brees Hall. But Iowa State, they run the football. That's So it'll be interesting to see how he transitions to the NFL. Then you've got Kyron Williams from Notre Dame. He's not the biggest back. He's more of an Alvin Kamara kind of guy, that sort of mould. But he oh, nice. he can run block. Yeah, he can run block as well. So he's a three, he's a true three-down back. But he's not his best fit would be in a team that doesn't use a power run. It's more of like a flip it to the outside and, and get players open in space. So he's massively dependent where he lands, Kyron Williams. Then you've got Kenneth Walker the third. If anybody's following college football at the moment, you'll know that he's in the Heisman talk. We haven't had a running back win the Heisman since Derek Henry did it. So the fact that a running back is even in Heisman Trophy contention is ridiculous. He had five touchdowns and nearly and over 200 yards against Michigan last weekend. So if you want to go and watch some tape on that, just don't feel like you need to watch lots of tape on Kenneth Walker. Just go and watch the game against Michigan because he does absolutely everything there. You've got Brian Robson from Alabama. Uh, Mo Ibrahim from Minnesota. He is one of the best running backs in the class but has done his ACL. So it all depends Gosh. on how he recovers. Yeah, it, it, he, he was primed for one of the best seasons in college this year with how Minnesota set up, but we have to wait and see how his ACL heals. Zach Charbonnet from UCLA is a do-it-all three-down, but this running back class is stacked, by the way. You've got Tyler Goodson from Iowa, and then if you want a cheeky, his draft stock could rise because BYU are having a great season, and also if he has a good combine, then his name will be known. But Tyler Algier, the running back from BYU, he does absolutely everything you want from a running back. And he fights because he used to play linebacker. There's one play against Arizona State where their quarterback fumbled the ball. Uh, a defensive, the, the guy rushing picked it up, ran towards the, basically going to be a, a scoop and score. But Tyler Algier and to his credit, the quarterback both chased him down. Algier 
came round, punched the ball out on the three-yard line, and then the quarterback recovered it. So it just, that sort of athleticism just showed by Tyler Algier in that play. Right, is, yeah. He's got he's got the fight. So if you if you're in a late third round pick, then and he he's got all the things it takes. He could just it might take him a little while to get in, into the stride in the NFL, depending on where he lands. Love that. And going back to the the guy who ACL guy. Um, yep. Will he recover in time for the combine, or is that going to be more of a case of it's more camp and start of the he, season? He did it week one, I think week one or week two. So that's seven weeks ago. He had surgery instantly, and because it was only an ACL, it wasn't it wasn't coupled with meniscus or any of the other ligaments. It's not as long a rehab as it perhaps could have been. And if you just check out how Mohammed Ibrahim is built, he's all legs. So the fact that he's he's got that size and, and strength to recover, I think I don't think we'll see him at the combine or his pro day because of underperforming on testing. But yeah. he's definitely got the ability in the NFL. So he could well be a steal. He could well be a steal. Um, nice. I realise I'm taking up uh, I'm taking up more time than you boys probably wanted. So we'll run through some wide receivers. Currently, if you look at Ohio State, they've got Garrett Wilson and Chris Alavi. Both of those guys are NFL ready uh, and can start for any team in the NFL right now. But they're not actually my my top guy at the moment. That's Drake London from USC. He yeah, my team. Frag- yeah, well, he, he's been balling out. It was in contention for the Bolitnikoff Award. So for those of you that don't know college, that's the award given to the best wide receiver in college that season. Drake London was going to win it this year, but he fractured his ankle last week. Um, but it is only a fracture, so we're talking six to eight week recoveries on that fractured ankle. So he's going to miss the rest of the season and he's going to declare for the draft, no doubt, because it's his last season of eligibility. So Drake London might fall down draft boards, which would suit him because he'd go to a better team, but he is an absolute baller. You've got Jahan Dotson from Penn State. That guy can do absolutely everything. And his ball locating and jump ball skills are sickening. He just goes up <laughs> and mosses people all the time. So Jahan Dotson, Garrett Wilson, Chris Alava, as I mentioned, David Bell from Purdue could be the most NFL-ready wide receiver in this year's class. But being at Purdue, he just hasn't had the service he needs. But when you go and watch David Bell's tape or Purdue highlights... The guy is an absolute freak. And then you've got George Pickens for Georgia. He's been out this season with an ACL, but did it in preseason, really early in spring training. He is expected back for the playoffs. So if Georgia can get one of the best wide receivers back in this class for the playoffs, that's massive news for the Bulldogs. Great news for George Pickens' draft stock, and he could be a steal as well. And then finally, just to top it off, you've got Justin Ross at Clemson. He was one of the highest rated wide receivers ever in college. And it's just been injury plagued, but has had a mediocre season so far this year because Clemson have been terrible. So he could, he could be one of those guys who slides onto a team, not expecting a lot and turns out to be, to be really, really good. So what are, what are the two boys from Alabama? Like I was watching a Alabama game uh, a couple of weeks ago and they look pretty decent. So Williams, he's he's frighteningly good. He transferred from Ohio State because if you have seen the Ohio State wide receiver room, it's uh, they're five starters. They've got four five stars and a four star talent. So Jamison Williams decided that he needed to get out of there in order to get game times. Turned up at Alabama and has been as good as anybody 
at Ohio oh, State nice. this season. So James Williams is a stud. And then also you've got John Mechie the third. He's also pretty good. Was behind the depth charts, behind all the players that we saw come out recently. Judy, Ruggs, that yeah, lot. Yeah. But yeah, John Mechie's good. And he is lightning. He's he's very much a Jalen model kind of guy. So someone to oh, watch as well. Cool. Nice. And then, yeah, tight ends. I'll just run through a couple. Unless you get a, a Travis Kelsey or a George Kittle, I mean, even Noah Grant and Mike Kosicki were hugely rated coming out of college. And it just, tight ends are either elite or average in the NFL, it seems at the moment. And there isn't really anyone in this class I particularly like. You've got Trey McBride of Colorado State. He's good. He can do it all. Jahil Billingsley at Alabama was supposed to be good. I haven't seen anything decent from him this year, but that doesn't mean he's not. Charlie Kohler at Iowa State is a three down. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and he can do everything, but he's also a weapon. Great hands. And then Cole Turner at Nevada. He, he could actually tend to be the number one tight end in this class. I've got him at six at the moment, but that's because Nevada are a smaller school and don't necessarily have a hugely strong schedule with being a power five team. Yeah, Cole Turner. Keep your eyes on that name. If you if you land somewhere that needs yeah. an athletic tight end, Cole Turner's your boy. Uh, you reckon any tight ends are going in the first round? So, uh, of all the mock drafts I've seen so far, I haven't seen one. Um, that's not to say it won't happen if a team becomes yeah. needy, and, and especially towards the end, if you get a team that is like, let's say, for instance... Who really needs a tight end? Let's say the Chargers, for instance. Which I don't know what the Jared Cook deal is or how that sits, yeah. Stormo. But if if someone like Cole Turner or Charlie Kohler was there late, and if if the Chargers get late, I don't know what their team needs are at the moment. I've not dived into that too much, but they're they're the sort of guys that would fit well with with Justin Herbert. So I don't know. I haven't seen any mocks yet, but that doesn't mean it won't happen. Yeah, nice. Stocks, that was brilliant, That's mate. It. I appreciate. I've, it. I've got no. I've got. I've got no kickers because they don't matter. <laughs> yeah, don't need to oh worry. god he's going to start a war <laughs> no obviously they matter just like you can pick one off waivers and run them so it's not an issue and no yeah and the reason I don't have any kickers is because I think of the people who are eligible to be drafted this year there is only one in the top 25 skill position kicker wise so punters and kickers only one of them is a place kicker so that tells you all you need to know about this class. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Sweet. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how we um uh how it changes or if it changes when uh, we do it again. Yeah. Which we will be. Hopefully. <laughs> we'll get you back on. I know Simon uh, he's a big college head. We'll see if he, he said he doesn't do podcasts as in on being on them, but then I don't know, he might twist his arm to get you guys talking college ball. Before the draft, so that'd be cool. Uh, oh, sweet. Thanks. No, that was that was really good. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yeah, man, that was cool. You're welcome. Uh, thank you for coming back on again, Stocks. I know it wasn't the result that you wanted. I'm just chilling with some some of my homies. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> good. Good to have you back, uh, Stormo. As always, uh, a pleasure. Yeah, always, always a pleasure, gentlemen. Always a pleasure. Until next time. Until next time. Until next time, ballers to the wall. <laughs>